0: Hey this is Kurt from Power Pop Overdose and on this week's episode of Front to Back I'm super stoked that Gary Ritchie agreed to share his thoughts and commentaries about his latest album hat on a swivel. Now just sit back and crank up Front to Back
1: with Gary Ritchie. Hey everybody it's Gary Ritchie down in Austin, Texas. I'm in my clubhouse with 5,000 of my favorite friends. They're all plastic and round. I want to thank Kurt for uh, inviting me to his Front to Back segment of his Power Pop Overdose show to talk about my latest album, Electronic Noise as I like to call it, uh, Head on a Swivel. This I love this album. It uh, really surprised me. In 2019, early 2019, I started getting the itch to uh, record again. It had been about two and a half years since my last album, and but I wasn't sure if I had anything in me, so I took my trusty uh, Guild guitar and went to my back room. Consulted my notes, my pieces of paper, my scraps of things, and 30 minutes later emerged with a song. And I thought, whoa, maybe I do have something. So I continued looking at notes, looking at my old demos, demos that were 30 seconds long, some were five minutes long, all that sort of thing. You know, pieced some things together, grabbed a hook from this one, took a verse from that one, liked the lyrics on this one, da 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 da. Before I knew it, I had 14 tunes tightened them up, wrote them down, got it all ready to go, called my my good pal Jeff King. He's been on every album of mine, and I've known him since early 79 when we were in a band called Loose Lips in Chicago, and we've connected and stayed uh, stayed in touch and re- now recorded six albums, seven if we count hi- one of his, but it's never been released. So so six albums. Uh, one was uh, all Beatle tracks and uh, next five are all my tunes. So I called him him if he was interested in doing it again. He said yep. I said okay. So I proceeded to start recording. Uh, I recorded all the drums, all the vocals, a bunch of guitars, keyboard stuff in my studio, Ruckus Recording in Wimberley, on my Tascam 24 track. Dumped it to a CD, Wave Files, old school, And drove to his place a couple months later and said here what can you do (laughs) play bass and play guitar like you do it took him you know took him a while to learn the tunes he was only familiar with one tune and that was the song we did 40 years ago he put down some great bass some great guitar and it turned out to be a really good thing he also mixed the album which uh, was probably more work than actually playing it so uh, without further ado Let's get on with it. Maybe It'll Be Tonight is the first track on this album. And this is an old tune we used to do in Loose Lips in the early 80s. People really liked it. It was a good rocking tune for us. And it's always been on my radar to put on an album. But uh, and Especially the last album, I wanted to put it on that, but I just couldn't get the feel right. So this time around, I you know rewrote a lot of it, trimmed it, made it right put some new parts in had a couple different feels I mean the who and uh, the raspberries are snuck in there a little bit but uh, you know it turned out real good and uh, it's your standard you know boy girl girl breaks up with the guy he still has hopes that maybe tonight will be the night that we get back together it doesn't really work so he decides that well I've always liked your girlfriend so maybe I'll try that route uh so when i was about halfway through with this thing it, it seemed like this will be a good opening tune i like this for the album because yeah, i like to start out kind of strong and jeff plays a wonderful guitar part re- very leslie west joe Walshy thing and it's uh it's great i love it so uh without further ado hey kurt let's uh let's get on with it one two three five That on a swivel is track two on this album and this one has a very special place in my heart because this was the one that got me started on this album uh, when I went back to my room to see if I had any uh, material. This was the so- first song I wrote for the album. This was one of those songs that I wrote just from the title. And I got the title from, uh, I was watching a hockey game one day. and. Some guy was being pounded all game and the announcer goes, man, this guy's playing with his head on a swivel. I thought, ooh, I jot that down and save it. So it's sort of written about a guy that's his head's in the cloud, his, you know, he's just skating through life, he doesn't seem to have a care in the world, but gets problems from left and right, and his head's spinning all the time. And musically, there was no real inspiration other than me uh there might be a little bit of nick lowe kind of a thing in there and now that i come to think of it there's a section just before the solo where i might do a little bit of do you want to know a secret a descending chord thing just before uh, the solo and jeff plays a great uh roger mcguinn birdsian 12 string guitar solo on my uh Blue Sparkle, Dan Electro 12, which we use on all the albums. Anytime we need a 12-string, that's the one we use. Yeah, we have lots of cool chords in this song. A bunch of harmonies. uh, Good, strong mid-tempo. One of my favorites. I really like it. So, Mr. DJ, how about we play this? You say yes, I say... Emergency Time is track three on the album and this is another one of my old demos that I had. When I listened to it it didn't quite cut it so I the, the Emergency Time hook was still there it was good. First verse was good so I rewrote it put a new riff on the front end of it. It's you know sort of about a guy that you know thinks he has the world on a string and he's kind of a jerky guy. Uh, It's never really done anything worthwhile, so it's getting about time to, uh, you better do something because the emergency time is coming. If you thought about maybe a political figure, you might uh, get some of the lyrics a little bit. Musically, I wasn't really inspired by anyone, again, other than what I normally do. Uh, Mid tempo rock kind of a thing. And Jeff plays a really nice song appropriate solo. I think he uses a Leslie effect. He uses something on his guitar that really makes it sound cool. This is also one of those songs that, you know, I sort of want to wake people up in the middle of the night humming the tune because the hook is very catchy. And uh, once I've done that, my job is done. So I say, let's give it a listen.
0: to help you You're getting what you deserve So do your soft shoe But we don't buy it The game is over It's true You can't deny it Cause if you knew
1: Here We Go Again is track four on the album. And this is an old track I did. I did a full demo, acoustic demo on it many years ago. And I. this is almost exactly the same. I mean, but it's electrified and modernized and stuff. Uh, it's about a couple that's been together a long time. And the guys gotten kind of bored with the whole situation. So they sort of break up. But the lady still wants to keep doing it. And, He goes, oh, now here we go again. You know, that sort of a thing. So it doesn't really work out. And in the meantime, he finds another girl. And that girl has a brother. And that brother is looking for a girl like my ex. So so I kind of, you know, fix him up that way. Musically, it's totally inspired by the Hollies. That was my... Idea not that it sounds like the Hollies, but it's inspired by the Hollies, harmonies everywhere, that sort of thing. The verses might have a little bit of like Wilson Pickett Midnight Hour feel to it. Uh, I'm not a soulful guy (laughs) so much, but has that feel to it. And there is a little nod to the Beatles, you know, there's a build. couple times uh, in there. It's sort of a twist and shouty type thing. So Kurt, let's drop the needle on this one. False Alarm is track five on the album. And it's, again, an old demo I had that I reworked this time around. Kept the False Alarm hook part, but changed much of the other stuff. Jeff plays some great guitar on this one, too. It's about what you'd think it would be about. Guy, girl. The girl's kind of using the guy for whatever he's good for, whatever that might be and uh you know they do that for a while and then she starts looking at him funny again and he goes oh no here we go it's another false alarm yeah all the guy wants is a relationship and it's not going to happen uh until later on the lady changes her mind because she's missing the stuff that the guy was good for and now he's moved on sorry see you later As I mentioned, Jeff plays some nice guitar on this thing, and somewhere in there, he pays a little homage to Jeff Beck. You might have to be, you know, listening, but uh, it's definitely in there. Musically, it wasn't really inspired by anyone. Uh, I mean, all my old inspirations are always in my tunes, but no one in particular on this one. It's a good... Slightly up tempo rock tune, and uh, I really like it. Well, the sound of the tambourine means I think we should play the tune. Lean On You is track six on the album, and this is a straight, totally personal love song to my sweetie. Out of all the places in the world, there's only one place that's perfect, and that's right here with my girl. This one has some nice chords and some nice melodies and a whole bunch of singing going on. And Jeff is noodling and doodling on guitar throughout to great effect. He also plays a really nice, pretty solo, sort of George Harrison-like, you know, maybe early Beatles kind of a thing. And I even give a salute to Ringo. A subtle drum part I do a couple times. Uh, It might come from It's Only Love. I'm not quite sure what tune it is, but I'm giving him a little salute. Usually on every album I'll put one song like this, kind of a, know, ballad thing that uh, is a little different than most of my stuff <music> Do Four-Letter Word is track seven on this album, and it comes from an old demo I had uh, that actually the four-letter word part was the only part worthy of keeping. So I rewrote the song, and it's really an upbeat, fun tune. I actually modeled it after you know, Paul Revere and the Raiders slash Monkees doing "Stepping Stone. That kind of a feel was the uh, was the goal. It's about a guy who's all about love and he's been looking for it for a long time. Can't seem to find it. Uh, Sees a girl that he's really interested in. She's not interested, but he gives her his number and says, just in case you ever change your mind, I'll be here waiting. Of course, she never changes her mind. He never hears from her, but he's still all about L-O-V-E and hoping someday, somewhere, it will occur. I really like the opening riff I came up with to kick off this song. Uh, And Jeff goes beyond himself with a great solo. Uh, It's sort of revolver-esque in my opinion. There's like a backwards guitar thing and it's just really unusual and it just fits the song perfectly. Yeah, I've had a lot of real good chatter on this tune. People seem to like this thing. So, if I didn't know any better... I think Kurt is about to play it. Around of memory track eight on the album. That's an old tune that I had that uh had a pretty good demo, but I needed to change it around a little bit, rewrote it, uh, wrote the rock riff that plays throughout the song. And I really couldn't tell you what it's about. I don't even know what it's about. But when I was writing the lyrics, I had a person in mind, uh, kind of a jerky guy, know-it-all guy, lie to you right to your face while smiling, you know, that sort of thing. So that was really the idea for the lyrics. And, you know, maybe to be a little more specific, if you referred to track three, which is emergency time it's kind of about the same guy you kind of get the idea now this track is getting a lot of airplay around the country and around the world in fact not quite sure why I mean I like it but maybe lyrically people are attaching themselves to it a little bit uh, and it's a nice rocking tune and it has a cowbell in it. And everything goes better with a cowbell in it, I always like to say. So I think I'm gonna look at the DJ. I'm pointing at him right now to play the song. Go!
0: It don't mean nothing if you have-
1: Love, Love. Track number nine on this album. I really like this tune. When I was a kid I used to go to an amusement park in Chicago called Riverview and they had a, I guess you'd call it a ride, called the Tunnel of Love. You got in a boat and you rode through it, you know, couples went through it and did whatever they did in the tunnel. And it stuck with me all my life so I've always had that idea for a song. And, you know, it's about a couple that have been together a long time, and it's finally breaking up. They're at a crossroads, and they finally do break it up. And they're kind of disappointed because the tunnel of love let them down. Now, musically, this was inspired by the cars in my head. might not sound like it to anyone else, but in my head, I was doing the cars because... You know, like the first verse is just that Rick Ocasek chunky downstroke guitar thing, hand claps and a vocal. That's it. Then it kicks into, you know, the full band doing it, and then it it almost breaks into the hook as if, you know, kind of like a car song would. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, the hook is catchy, a good strong mid-tempo beat, A simple song, no guitar solos or anything like that, but everything is uh, efficient. It is one of my favorite songs on the album. It doesn't seem to be getting that much airplay or love, but I just love the sentiment of the song. I don't know why. You know, it doesn't turn out well for the couple, but I just love the parts of the song and the way it goes together. It's kind of neat. So I'm going to say, let's start up our engines and get this song going. Are you going to be late
0: tonight? I'll wait tonight for you. I want to find out our fate tonight. Get straight tonight, it's true. I think I'm ready. It's a
1: of Time is track 10 on the album. This is a song I've had in my catalog for quite a while and I've tried to put it on a few other albums. It just never felt right. So this time I took a hard look at it and added a middle eight and that was what it needed to actually finish it up. The intro of this song is based on Day Tripper. I've always liked the way the Beatles built the intro of this song. started with a guitar tambourine comes in, drum comes in, you know that sort of thing. So I did the same thing. Started with a you know guitar thing, I'm just banging on the top two strings, fifth fret, drums come in, bass comes in, and then a very Pete Townsend like guitar slashing chord sequence and then we're into the song. It's a nice strong pop rocking song. We pull out the 12 string for a riff here and there. And it's roughly about a guy who's after this girl, but she has a stable of guys already. And all he wants is just one shot at it. Give me one night and it'll just be a matter of time and I'll win you over. I'm never really sure if they do get together or not, but uh, he sure has hopes. Well, I think it's about a matter of time that uh, Kurt is gonna play this song right now. Bonds and Bullets. Track 11 on this album. Boy, this was a fun one to do. I was kind of going for a uh, faces kind of a thing in the rudeness of the rhythm guitar and the riff in the open. During that riff, I howl like a wolf, giving a, a nod to Rod. There's also quite a bit of you know, Chuck Berry kind of stuff in there, and I think Nick Lowe sneaks in in the verses, and there's a little... Shout out to the Beatles when I'm singing Bang Bang Shoot Shoot in the background. The idea for this song came from an old demo I had called She Was Mean. So I took part of that and used it in this song but really totally rewrote the song with the blondes and bullets because blondes and bullets will never do you right. This one chugs along really nice and I like the feel of this tune. Uh, There's some tongue in cheek going on probably. And of course we add cowbell because you know cowbell goes everywhere. I figure if you have a cowbell you might as well use it. <laughs> okay Mr. DJ, push play. you is track 12 on this album and this comes from a very old demo i had It was an acoustic demo probably a minute and a half long and uh, i thought there's something to it i just don't know what it needs so once i dug into it a little bit more i thought ah it needs a second verse a second half of the song because a minute 30 song isn't going to cut it unless you're doing a dave clark five song so I wrote a a cool riff for the open. I play the the riff in the open and the close and Jeff plays all the middle good stuff as I like to call it. I started it with uh, feedback on my Stratocaster. I was getting some feedback going on and I hit the record button and it uh, kind of it's kind of a nice way to start. The opening chord sequence is something probably a lot of people have done. I actually Took it from I can see for miles. The Who, uh, where it's a big open E, and they go up the neck with the big open E. Now, now I think Cheap Trick's done it and that sort of thing. And I wrote a riff over that, and then Jeff comes in and uh, we kick it off pretty pretty strong. The original song, you know, the first verse was you know kind of a love song. A guy from afar loving this girl. She doesn't even know he exists. I know you, but you don't know me. And it was, you know, kind of nice. You know, maybe too nice. <laughs> so I added the second verse or the second half of the song. And it kind of turns into a stalker, creepy guy where he's now getting bolder and, you know, kind of going to break in her house and, you know, do that sort of a thing. It's not good, kind of ugly. But nevertheless, a fun song to play and a nice rocking upbeat number. So without further ado, let's hear you. Record Store is track 13 and the final track on this album. And it's really a fun way to end this album. It's a nice, sturdy, loud rock song with a bunch of cool riffs going on in it. And it's about, it's a story song about a guy who goes to the record store all the time, buys his albums, sees all these pretty girls, but is way too shy to say anything to them. Until one day, he sees a girl... Buying a Rick Springfield album. Well, he likes Rick. Has red shoes on. Well, I like Elvis Costello. Has a cool haircut and is the kind of hip that he likes. So he goes up to her, tries to make his move. She wants nothing to do with it. Uh, and he said, but but I'm in a band. And she said, still not interested. Uh, I'm sick of musicians and I'm sick of the geeks in the record stores. They all end up telling me about the 12 versions of the white album they have and the mono mix of this and the you need to get the Kraftwerk album with the black label that was mixed in Thailand with the hand clap in the left channel. She just wants to buy her album, go home and listen to it. Well, he meets her a couple more times and uh, he's got to tell her about this great box set he bought and this rare album that there was only two copies ever released. And as it turns out, he does turn into the geek at the record store that she was afraid of. Musically, it wasn't really inspired by anyone. But I think I did borrow a, uh, a riff from Pez Band. off their I think it's their last album. I believe the song was Crash and Burn. It's like an A riff and CD thing. Uh, it's kind of neat but subtle. And there's also a section in there I referred to it as the bad finger section where I go from a G and descend down to an A chord. Kind of cool. So I say, hey Kurt, just for the record, let's play it. Twelve final box set. There are only a couple copies ever. It was kept in Peter Noon's basement for fifty years. I got it on eBay. They said it was real. I believe them. Signed by all five members twice. I also have a Kinks album on pink vinyl that was never released when they had a front man who was also a trombone player. I love this. So that's head on a swivel. 13 tracks, 38 minutes and 26 seconds worth. Thanks for hanging around and listening for a while. And I really want to thank Kurt Vance for letting me yap away for the last hour or so. And especially to all the people out there that have bought my albums through the years and supported my electronic noises, as I like to call them. All of my albums are available on CD form, You know, you can download them, too. You can get them at Jam Recordings, Cool Cat, Amazon, Discogs, Bandcamp is a good place if you wanted to get one signed and personalized. So thanks again, everybody, and I'll see you on the B-side. And as I always like to say, turn it up and run!